Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. Hi mama, I am so glad that you are here today. In this episode, I want to talk about the number one life-changing tip that you need to do to reduce the stress in your life. And I mentioned this like slightly in other episodes, but I really, really think it's so important, especially in this season of life that we are approaching fall and with a bunch of changes with kids, starting school, starting activities, What I want to talk to you about today will require some mindset shifts, view things a little bit differently, and that's what we're here for, okay? Before we get started, I want to let you know if you feel like you're you're constantly overwhelmed, you feel like you're failing at motherhood, you feel like you're yelling left and right at your kids, you're just not a nice mom, you feel like you're mean all the time to your kids, and it just, you're ready to make some changes. You don't want to be stuck like that anymore. If you want to make fastest changes in your motherhood and step into the better version of yourself that you deeply desire to be, I would love for you to reach out to me and work with me. I do one-on-one coaching with mamas and we do a completely like different lifestyle change for you and you get to step into the calm, peaceful and grounded and compassionate mom you truly desire to be instead of constantly being like on edge, frustrated and agitated. Okay. So if that's the transformation you want, reach out to me there in the show notes, there are ways to connect with me and you can look if my program is the best fit for you. All right. So let's get into the episode. We will be talking today about the number one thing that I suggest to moms to reduce stress in their life. And that is to be less busy. That's right. Be less busy. So the school season is coming up. Um, For us, it actually started. Yesterday was the first day of school for my kids. And a lot of kids are starting a bunch of activities, lots of school events. And things can get really overwhelming when we are busy, when our schedules are busy. So I have four kids. And I'm assuming that if you're listening to this, you're a mom and you have probably multiple kids. So usually oftentimes kind of in the society that we live in so often moms they keep track of everything they keep track of all the mental load things that are required to being a mom right and on top of that they keep up with all the housework stuff they keep up with all the appointments with all the activities and reading the school emails and all of that and it becomes a lot and easily quickly overwhelming if you're also go to church and you have church activities and all of that like 
it can even get to a point where every single evening you're gone out of the house. I remember I was talking to a friend of mine and back in Minnesota and I was telling, oh, my boys go to woodworking, you know, on Monday nights and grandma drives them. And it wasn't too bad because grandmas drove them. It didn't like mess up my evening in the sense of like that I had to leave the house. And she's like, oh, Monday nights is free for us. If it was any other evening, we wouldn't be able to go. But like Monday night is the only evening we have free. I should sign up my boys. And I was kind of like thinking to myself, oh my goodness, like I don't think I could be out of the house every single evening. That would be too much for me. But we're going to talk about this, okay? So I just want to let you know the stuff that we're going to talk about, this is the kind of stuff I teach in my program, but way, way deeper. And we go specifically into your life. And this is like exactly the things that I help you with, okay? So today you kind of get a little version of the kind of stuff I do in my coaching program, okay? The type of trainings. All right. So one number one thing is important to know your personality. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? So my mom is an extrovert. I just finished talking with her like literally before I started recording and she was telling me how she just wants to, you know, create an event with her friends who just turned 60 and celebrate all their, you know, birthdays together because she just, she's an extrovert. She gets re-energized by being around people. She has six kids and I do not ever remember my mom saying that she needs alone time to recharge ever in my life. She does say sometimes like, oh, I don't get time to get things done around the house because I have a lot of things going on. But it's not to a point where like, oh, I feel so frustrated because I have all these things on my schedule. I don't remember my mom being super frustrated, agitated often. And the reason is she didn't really need that alone time to recharge to feel better. She felt energized and recharged by like her kids being around her, being around other people, spending time with other people. I do not. I am an introvert. I need my time and my alone time to recharge and to show up as the calm and peaceful mom that I really want my kids to remember, okay? So it is really important to know your personality because you are the CEO of your home. You are. And you kind of make all all the big decisions in your home, you want it or not. You are the foundation in your home. And if you're struggling If you are an introvert and you have a lifestyle of an extrovert and you keep pushing yourself past your natural tendencies and your personality, you will find yourself really struggling and dropping all the balls and feel like you're failing. And I want you to know that you're not. You're not failing. The reason you're struggling because you're going against your nature. And it's really important to figure out what kind of personality you have and find a lifestyle that supports that, okay? The thing is, you also need to know your kids' personalities, okay? Do you have some kids in your family who are introverts and need extra time to decompress after school? And if you have a bunch of activities that does not suit them well, it affects their personality in a negative way Let me give you an example. So I have three boys and a a girl. And one of my boys, actually, I'm pretty sure he has ADHD. Like I haven't had it tested, but a lot of things I read and listened to, I'm pretty darn sure he has ADHD. If not, he's definitely highly sensitive. Anyways, when he comes from school, he's always hungry. And the other thing is he like falls apart emotionally. He is so easily frustrated, agitated. He's so overstimulated. He has to 
Like not just like, oh, he maybe could. He has to have time to decompress by himself without any screens. It cannot be with his siblings. He has to be by himself. And typically it's like he needs to either play with Legos by himself. He needs to, I typically give him some food and be like, go take a bath. He needs to like lay in the bathtub, float. It makes him feel like relaxed and comfortable. Like he has to have like an hour after school to decompress. So then he comes out and he's like a normal kid. He's actually my kindest and sweetest boy, but when he's overstimulated, when he's struggling, it, he's really, really struggling emotionally. And so I know that about him. I know that is his personality and that he needs that time to support himself so he can show up in a better version for the rest of the family, right? And so that is some of the things that you do need to keep in mind, okay? Because maybe you are an extrovert and you're just fine, but maybe your kids are not. Maybe a few of your kids do need that time after school to decompress, but if they have all these activities and all these events they have to constantly go to, they'll be melting down and having all these emotional outbursts and you're going to be thinking, what the heck is going on? Like, why can't this child be normal? And the reason is they're just so overstimulated. They're so tired and exhausted all they need to do is some time to recharge and just be, okay? Our nervous system can get overloaded. And as an introverts and highly sensitive people, our nervous system gets overloaded so much quicker than a normal person. And we need extra time to decompress and recharge, okay? So that is number one thing I really need you to keep in mind, okay? So another thing I want you to consider is like on that note, how many evenings a week can you be out? Like how many evenings a week feels good for you to be out of the house and feels like, oh, we could, you know, be out of the house three evenings a week, but the rest we need to stay home, like to have a night routine, things to go to a certain wake, it's time to decompress, not to feel rushed. Like I know for me, two evenings out of the week feels, feels okay to be out of the house, but more than that does not. And that's based on my personality. That's just the way I am. My husband and I are both introverts, so it kind of um, suits us both well, you know. But if you're if you're one way and your husband's the other way, that would be something that you would need to talk about when you are not emotionally charged. Because when we're emotionally charged, we get easily triggered, frustrated, and we yell and we raise our voice and we over exaggerate, yada yada. Okay. That's another thing that I do teach in my program about communication in emotionally charged situations. Either way, that is something you'd need to communicate with your spouse and be like, okay, well, you're this way, I'm this way. Let's find a compromise that works for both of us, okay? Because I know that this doesn't work well with me. I need to shift things around to support myself so then I can show up as a better version of myself. And here's the thing. Here are the th things I'm going to mention that you need to keep in mind that a busy lifestyle will create stress in your body, especially if you're an introvert, Okay. Here's some negative effects. You will feel constantly rushed. And if you're highly sensitive and an introvert, and just in general, I don't think anybody really likes being rushed. I notice that I'm easily agitated when I'm rushed out the door. And if you have all these things going on and you're rushing from one place to another and you can't fully be present anywhere, you're going to notice that you're like easily agitated, okay? The other thing is when you have a ton of stuff on your schedule, and you don't have enough time to get it all done, what happens? You get easily overwhelmed. Again, when you're overwhelmed, what happens? You're easily triggered. Why? Because the part of, you shift to your emotional part of the brain, which 
that's the part of the brain that, you know, you start reacting in because it shuts off your thinking part of the brain that helps you make positive choices because you're so overwhelmed, okay? That's another kind of negative side effect to keep in mind when you have a really busy lifestyle. The other thing is you won't have much quality time with your family and your spouse and your kiddos. If you're constantly go, 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 you don't have time to sit down and play a board game. You don't have time to just sit, sit down and like chat with your spouse about your day and connect emotionally, you know, because you have a rushing lifestyle, you're going to miss out on those opportunities if you have events and things going on constantly, right? You will have no time to recharge and decompress. And when we're overstimulated, it creates too much stress in our body when we're overwhelmed, right? When we're constantly rushed, when we go, 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 we're from one place to another, our nervous system gets overloaded. And if you don't have time to decompress, that creates stress in your body that affects your body in negative ways, like health wise, mentally, you're affected. Like there's just so many negative effects of that. And you notice that you're so much more tense because you're rushing from one place to, to another. You will feel a lot more tired because being around other people as an introvert does drain you. And if you don't have time to recharge, if you don't create that time for yourself, you feel just mentally and physically drained, okay? You will feel like you're failing because you're not going to be able to keep up with the house and get all the things done that need to get done, right? You'll have a hard time keeping up with the basics. And I'm not talking about perfection here. I have a couple loads of laundry that need to be folded right now. And, you know, my house is in perfect condition and shape. But I'm talking about you feel like you're dropping balls all over the place. And that is because you're so overwhelmed because so much stuff is on your schedule. Like, does this ring a bell to you? Does this resonate with you? You're like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what is going on in my life. Like I dread September because of all the activities that are on my schedule. I look at my schedule and I'm already overwhelmed and I'm so drained. We're going to talk about what we need to do now. Okay. Now we're going to get into some actionable steps. What do you do when you have a busy lifestyle, but you recognize that it's not serving you? Okay. So number one is we need to recognize like what is important in this season of life, right? There's so many different seasons in life that you go through that you need to be aware of because in those different seasons, you're going to be able to, to um, do things differently and take on different type of things on your schedule. What do I mean by that? Um, did you just recently have a new baby? You have a newborn. Um, I'm sorry, you need to take some breaks. This is not a season for your kids to do a bunch of activities. When I have a newborn last summer and my son wanted to play football and I had to say, I'm sorry, buddy, I cannot. Daddy works a lot of hours. I just had a C-section. I just have a newborn baby. Like, I love you so much. We just cannot do this in this season. Moving forward, chances are, yes, you will probably play football at some point, but not this year. And he was disappointed, but I just had to say that to my son, right? Are you in a season where you recently went through a divorce and you're grieving the loss of your marriage and you need some extra time to do some therapy and healing? Did you just recently move? Like we just moved across country. There's so many changes right now. There's a reason I don't sign up my kids for all these sports and activities because it's going to be too much for them. They're going through a lot already. Okay, keep that in mind. Maybe it's a season to take things easy. You got to be aware of that. And also, what is kind of important 10 years from now when you think about it? Like, 
what is really going to matter? Is it going to really matter if your son played a sport? Like, what are your values, your true values? What do you think is truly important for your kids in the long run? So I don't think sports are that important in the scheme of things of life. I really don't think they're that important. But some people have different values and we all kind of get to choose what is important for us. So I think being involved in church is more important than playing a sport. Is it bad that my kids play a sport? No. And I'm sure there will be times and seasons that they will. And even when they do, my husband and I talked about it, we're going to do one kid per season. We love our kids, but we're not going to have four different kids do four different activities per season, maybe two kids per season. And if that depends on the activity. Um, because I don't want to be gone out of the evening constantly out of the house and just, I know I don't do well with that. I just do. And I'm so aware of it. Okay. And the other thing that I want to mention again is that it is okay for you to tell your kids, no, they're going to be okay. Yes. They'll get upset for a little bit, but they will be fine. It is better to have less things on your schedule and have more time to recharge than to always constantly do things and then be that frustrated, agitated mom that is yelling and freaking out. And it's not because you're a bad mom again. I say this so many times. It's because you're struggling. You're truly struggling and we need to shift some things in your lifestyle to support you so you're not that mom, okay? Because you know you truly desire to be that calm and patient and compassionate and loving mom that comes alongside her kids when they're struggling. But if you're running an empty because you had no time to recharge, you're going to be agitated, frustrated, and reactive. Okay. This is one of the pieces out of the puzzle that would need to be shifted in your lifestyle if you want to step into that better version of yourself that you truly desire to be. Okay. This is what I help you do, mama. If you want to actually take action and get the fastest changes in your life, you got to hire a coach. That's what I'm here for. Here are the takeaways from this episode. You got to know your personality type and your kid's personality type. Are you introvert or extrovert? Number two, what is a good number of evenings to be out of the house? How many feels good for you to be home? Number three, are you willing to deal with the negative effects of a busy life? If not, what changes are you willing to make? And number four, what is truly important for you in this season of life? Know your seasons. And number five, every time you say yes to something, you say no to something else. If you cannot fully say yes, then you just say no. All right, mama, thanks for showing up here. I will see you next time. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.